Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome in. It's Balloon Party driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, here on 101 ESPN. Timothy Michael McKernan, Action Jackson with you. And we welcome you, friends, to become a part of the program because we're giving away tickets today. Jackson has command of the text of the day contest for Missouri Valley Conference Tournament tickets. Jackson, why don't you tell the people what the good word is? The good word is 101 ESPN has your chance to score a single, a pair of single session passes to the 2023 State Farm Missouri Valley Conference Men's Basketball Tournament. the 33rd annual MVC tournament hitting the court Enterprise Center this Thursday, March 2nd. Through Sunday, March 5th, tickets for Arch Madness are on sale now. Get all the ticket details at 101ESPN.com. You can win by texting in to 314-399-9646. I'll be picking the best text today, and that's how you can win some Arch Madness tickets. But the people may want to know what would constitute the best text. Some, some days you're feeling frisky. Mm. Uh, some days you want to be complimented. Uh, what, 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 do, what are you looking for today? Mm, today, you know, it, it's such a wide variety because uh, you never know what might tickle my fancy. I, mm-hmm. I I always love a good college basketball take, a serious, like a real good, uh, getting into the weeds college basketball take. But I could also like, you know, a criticism of me, a uh, callback like we had yesterday. There's such a wide variety of things. The the world is your oyster textures, and I want you to be as creative as possible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, look at that. That yeah. sounds like it's a blank canvas, and it's perfect because today... It is a wide berth Thursday, and that means the texters can send in their requests for the topic. Any question or any request for a deep dive, that's what we do on Thursdays here on Balloon Party. And you know what? The next thing you know, it's 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 a freestyle of what I would describe as a storytelling extravaganza. That's what this becomes on Wide Birth Thursdays. Yeah. Jackson, I mean, I don't know if you have any requests. I know you probably want to go play-by-play through Missouri's <laughs> comeback against LSU last night. Uh, no deep dive requests from me, but I'm open to anything. I, I like when the textures spur it, you know. it's uh, I usually come up with stuff, some stuff that's better than I can come up with. Uh, you know, just being on this earth longer, people have more, uh, you know, Wow, it's called the audience old. I heard it. I I hope everybody else heard that too. I'm not calling them old. I'm calling them older than me. That's for sure. Mm. But Mm. yeah, maybe some people around my age. And if that's the case, you know, I got some, you know, if you want a hot college basketball take, I got you. 
You got it taken care of. I saw Joe Lenardi posted his bracketology. And oh, my goodness. How do you do here? Bazzori taking on Rutgers in the first round. And then in the second round, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. How would you be able to handle that, sir? Oh, man. Uh, Rutgers, I think, is actually a good matchup for Missouri. Uh, But Kansas, they've expose a lot of the problems Missouri has, especially with defending the three-pointer. And I think uh, we, I don't think the result will be the same as you saw in Columbia on December 11th, but I think it will be similar. December 10th or 11th, one of the two. Wow. Well, you still, you still know the date of the massacre. Oh, it's brutal. It's absolutely All right, brutal. All right, so it's a wide berth uh, Thursday here on Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura. Go ahead and send in your deep dive requests into the Air Comfort Service text line and we will start tending to that but before we do it what do we have here a, a little piddle sports business seminar a little sports business newsletter here tim oh okay yeah yeah i i always like doing this but you can't force it there's got to be good sports business news topical sports business news and i think we have exactly that today with the little piddles sports business newsletter all right let's kick it off all right, what do we got? The MLB has hired three executives to ramp up their local media department while the RSN situation hangs in the balance. Does this signal to you that Diamond will not pay the $1 billion owed to the MLB and the MLB is getting ready to distribute games straight to consumers, or do you think this is just a precaution? Uh, I think it is the former. I think they know that this is collapsing. Uh, I don't know how long they've known. I don't think it's necessarily a no thing so much as you start to find out that there are problems and that probably goes back uh, months if not longer and now it is preparation to put a band-aid on this situation to get through the 2023 season and then jackson implement a completely new manner with which major league baseball will distribute its content and the question then becomes How far-reaching is the domino effect of this situation? And by that, I will take it to the field, which is what most people care about, and then I will take it to their living rooms. I'll start on the field. If players' compensation got to the level that it did over the last 30 or 40 years, in part because of television, but in particular, let's just look at this past offseason where the salaries uh, and the contracts given out were so high that it it caught the Cardinals uh, themselves. They acknowledged off-guard. Um, what will it look like if the revenue decreases materially for these organizations because the business model will be changing precipitously? Um, And then how does it impact these franchises that could be on the hook for dollars that were agreed to when the model was differently? Will we now start to see the bubble burst, so to speak, with player salaries in Major League Baseball? I've often wondered, Uh, Somewhat related, it's my analogy, um, when education, for example, the bubble will burst. I just, for the life of me, have no idea how it continues to increase uh, exponentially. College education, correct. For college education, but I mean, I would I would say St. Louis is is unique with yeah. the private school situation. Right. right. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, in general, uh, I'm I, I just for, for the life of me, don't know how people. Uh, how everybody or even 50% of the population or hell, even 25% of the population can take that on. And I've watched these salaries and I, Hey, God bless. If people can make what they make good for them, I'm not hating on it. 
and good for the owners. You know, these are uh, more often than not business people who took a chance, oftentimes entrepreneurs who took a chance, and now they are incredibly wealthy. God bless them. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. It worked out for them. But at some point, it gets to a point where it cannot be sustained. And therefore, I think, Jackson, we might be at a moment in the timeline of Major League Baseball and potentially beyond Major League Baseball, not necessarily the NFL, which has a different model with revenue sharing, where this could impact what we see on the field and with these contracts. As far as it impacting people at home, let's just speak specifically to St. Louis. I don't know how exactly it is going to change, but I would tell you that whatever it is, that it will be at this time when the season starts in 2024, it will be incredibly different than what it is when the season starts in 2023. The question is, is while I would imagine the access will be as quote-unquote universal as possible, in other words, it won't matter if you're a YouTube TV subscriber or not, you won't be blacked out, my bet is you will have to pay, kind of like people have to pay uh, for Apple TV if they want to watch the MLS. Now, for me, in part because it's my job, and then also in part because I'm a fan – I don't mind doing that. But the question becomes for baseball, if these rights fees were X, what will the total revenue be when people have to pay for access to not just games outside of their market, but the games inside of their market? And how many people, second question, how many people will actually do that? I'll ask people right now, 314-399-9646. Jackson, how would you like to price it? Price it in any reasonable way that you would like for the cost of watching the Cardinals. And this will be in addition to whatever you pay for cable, satellite, YouTube TV, take your pick. What what, what number would it be for the season? And, and then we'll ask the people if they would pay it. I'd say 30 bucks a month. That's about a dollar a day. All right. So we'll price it at buck eighty. There? Yep. That's okay. $180 for you to watch the Cardinals wherever you are. Doesn't matter. On your phone. You can be wherever the case might be. You can watch them anytime, of course, in your home, tablet, whatever. Um, and will this include all of Major League Baseball games, by the way? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's 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 changing things a little bit. Um, would you do it? And I, all I need is a yes or a no. Uh, yes or a no. And, I, and I, I honestly, I have no idea. I guess I could do a Gallup poll on the Twitter tweets. Um, but I think that is why I think a number of people, and I think a lot of it had to do with 2020 when people just didn't have the game, yeah. that people realized essentially by force that they didn't necessarily miss it as much. Now, I'm not saying that for everybody, but I'm saying for a portion of the population. And even though you have been paying indirectly to watch the Cardinals in a bundle with your satellite or cable packages. Now, as Doug Vaughn said this morning on TMA, we wouldn't imagine that those cable or or satellite packages would decrease in the monthly subscription fees. Now you're going to be adding on to that essentially $30 a month. And how many people will do that? Like I said, I will do it. I will happily do it. Right. Because I enjoy just clicking one button and watching the dogs play on Saturday night against Austin. And I'm looking forward to doing the exact same thing this coming Saturday when they take on Charlotte. And I would love to have the same thing with Major League Baseball. But I'm not I'm not quite sure um, how many other people 
percentage wise who would consider themselves baseball fans will do the same thing. And then therefore the revenue pool likely decreases. And if that is the case, then how does that impact the businesses of these front offices, which then leads to the businesses for the players? So text in yes or no. Um, and I will give you uh, the uh, my gauge on the results because we're getting a billion texts uh, here at the end of the segment. Uh, Jackson, what is your second question for sure. the uh, Little Piddles Sports Business Rendezvous? <laughs> sports Business. A little newsletter, Tim. Okay. Uh, following the same lines, I read a story yesterday. It's being reported that Scripps may be interested in the rights for pro sports teams if Diamond does indeed fall through. My question is to you is why would Scripps one, when Sinclair and Warner Brothers couldn't make it work, am I missing something here? What what could they do differently? What, why would they want to acquire the rights? Um, because they would be getting it for pennies on the dollar. Gotcha. So it's more of a value so, thing than it is a so that that that's liability. exactly right. It, that that's that's the thought process. But again, you know what Warner Brothers did specifically with the Padres, or excuse me, the Pirates, the Rockies, and the Astros was say we can't make it work. We're out here. Take it back. Um, so you have the infrastructure element to it. You have the costs of doing business. Um, so it's a, it's a fair question. But if you can acquire something for pennies on the dollar, that's oftentimes how people wind up making, uh, whether it be as an individual or as a corporation, lots of money. Um, but I am I, 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 my thought is what we are going to see at some point in 2023 is Major League Baseball taking over the vast majority of of teams broadcasts. And at that point, um, that's the Band-Aid. And then in 2024, I would imagine you would have the long-term plan. The question is, how does that impact for the viewer and how does that impact for the teams with regards to spending and contracts they're already on the hook for? Right. That's the biggest thing is how payroll is dependent on the broadcast rights of this year and last year and the year before that, not the new one that's going to be coming whenever it ends up coming. It's certainly interesting. I'll move on here from the RSN, but another baseball topic. On February 14th, The Athletic's Evan Drellich released a book going further into detail about the Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal and the context about how the situation developed. From my perspective, there's very little coverage or acknowledgement about this book, and it seems like people have kind of moved on from the Astros cheating scandal. Do you think... Baseball fans are no longer interested in the scandal. Do you think the pandemic halted a lot of the backlash that was coming their way? Uh, I think uh, the latter question would be yes. And I think that I would agree if your premise is that people don't really care all that much, uh, that it, that I do I do feel like that's the case. And I honestly, up until I, I saw your email last night, uh, as I snuck a peek at this uh, mm-hmm. little sports business seminar, um, and, and that was the first time I'd even thought about it. I was aware of his book, but truthfully, I had very little interest in, in reading it. I would imagine if you are a fan of a team that felt like, or knows that you were cheated, you feel much more strongly about it right. to draw a parallel locally. Uh, I would imagine around the country, there is about, oh God, 1% of people who would be interested in the story of Stan Kroenke in St. Louis and the Rams and in St. Louis specifically in 2016, 17 and 18, uh, perhaps not as much now, uh, it would have about a 99% interest level. 
So if you are a fan of the Dodgers, for example, who felt like you were stolen, had a world championship stolen, uh, I would imagine you'd be incredibly interested. Or it pisses you off so much that you don't want to read about it. But either way, relative to your question, Jackson, I think you're right. I think for as substantial as that was, if you want to compare it, for example, to the Mitchell report mm-hmm. on uh, performance-enhancing drugs, there was a hell of a lot more interest in that than there was on the Drellich book with the uh, sign stealing. Yeah, yeah. And the book is, I think, Winning Fixes Everything. That's what the name of the book is. I think it came out earlier this month. All right, final one. Uh, another kind of sports broadcasting question. How do you think local fans reacted to the MLS game, the dogs, of course, on Apple TV? Do you think the excitement and the victory persuade some people into getting that $80 season passed? Do you think this is a good litmus test for the eventual move to streaming that most sports will take in the next 10, 5, 10 years or so? It's a nice question. Um, yeah, I, th- I guess I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go uh, post a couple polls on Twitter to, to get a gauge on these two yeah. questions. With would you want to pay for baseball? And would you want to? Do you plan on paying? Because it was free for everyone if you have Apple TV on this past Saturday, correct? I think but it, was it will free not be this Saturday. Is that correct, sir? Yes, this game on Saturday is the season pass. You have to have the season pass, which also means you have to have Apple TV. Uh, for this Saturday, there's a few more games where they'll be totally free, but uh, the majority of the games will be that $80 season pass from Apple TV. And, and this goes back to what we were talking about initially with baseball. I just think, I think, that for example, I think this is something that newspapers are still dealing with, that if the consumer is rightly or wrongly under the impression that they are getting content for free and i and i want to emphasize when i say free it is not something that you are itemizing and making a purchase additionally because you weren't getting the cardinals for quote unquote free before it was rolled in um and then in the case of newspapers when the internet had its advent in the 1990s newspapers just i don't think really thought of the business model One paper started putting everything up there. The other paper started doing the same. And now you see that the uh, the newspaper uh, is is like my hairline since the 1990s. It's a hell of a lot thinner and and it might be non-existent within the next few years. And so when a consumer thinks that before they have been getting something for free and now they are being asked to pay what can be material dollars Mm -hmm. for a household. Uh, that may make them say, I'm out. Right. And I think you've seen that with regards to newspapers, even though, you know, fewer people, of course, getting the, the newspaper delivered to their home. I'm talking about paying for the content online. And that's why sports are at a pivotal crossroads with regards to this. So I think a lot of people got on board with city on saturday night because of how exciting the game was but the question will be first off people may not have apple tv number one but then secondarily if they do have apple tv then you're going to be kind of staring down the barrel on saturday night at around seven o'clock going god do i really want to pay 80 bucks Mm -hmm. yeah for this yeah right now yeah it's going to be a tough it's a tough question to have to ask but I do, like, I do love 
Well, I, and either way, like you go straight local television, like cable TV, you're gonna not necessarily gain a bunch of new younger demographic. If you go completely streaming, you're gonna lose out on some of your already longtime established fans. There's really no perfect answer to this, but I know I just love whether it's on my phone, computer, or television that I click two or three buttons and I have the game on with no issues. To me, and I agree, I agree with that. And I and I know I, I know we joke about the Ledoux thing here, and I'm not going Ledoux. I'm going more along the lines of you're 24 and single. Yeah. And, you know, you're in a different spot sure, sure. than somebody who might be going, man, I mean, we're in a paycheck to paycheck spot here. We have children mm-hmm. and every dollar matters. And I just don't want to spend this for something that I'm not all that sure I'm interested in. It's going to be a lot. It, I, I, sometimes I go down that path with a back in the day a, a fight, uh, for example, you know, uh, and go, God, I want to watch it. But if I click this button, I'm paying 70 bucks or something like that. And I just, I'm just not going to do it. I just don't want to do it. And I think that that's something that, that both the MLS and if major league baseball goes down this road, that they are going to be up against. Uh, so two part question. Now, uh, number one, our first question to start the segment, if major league baseball goes to a subscription model beyond what it is right now, because I realize there's MLB TV, I subscribe to that, but it blacks out the Cardinals. If you are having to pay, Jackson's uh, price of $30 per month, which is what his hypothetical is on what the cost will be. Um, And would you pay it? And then secondly, uh, are you planning or have you already purchased the MLS package, Uh, which means you also would be an Apple TV subscriber because that's the only way to get it. Two-part question, 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line. Uh, Tim McKernan with you live from Jupiter, Florida, Cardinal Spring Training. We arrived last night. Uh, I am currently doing the show from my home, which is why you might hear Jackson. Can you hear the plane? Uh, I No, I, I, heard a couple, oh, right? I heard a couple of sweet birds, but I really like that ambiance. Yeah, it's like I'm doing the show from the 12th at Augusta, and, and we do have a media request in to get a credential to do the show from the 12th at Augusta, and I, I'd expect to get that granted. It is also a uh, Thursday deep dive uh, show here on Balloon Party, so any requests for a deep dive, any topic, Jackson, any topic, 314 399 9646. You can text it in. We will go through those during our first commercial break. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganast, St. Louis Acura, on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. It's Balloon Party, driven by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you here on the program. I am in Jupiter, Florida. Jackson is in Creve Corps, Missouri. The Cardinals taking on the Astros here in about, oh, Jackson, I'd say an hour and a half. And Adam Wainwright will be on the mound. Your lineup today, Brendan Donovan's at third. Tyler O'Neill is playing center. Goldschmidt at first. Arenado. And we have now confirmed officially error. Air Anato is DHing. Wilson Contreras catching, hitting uh, fifth. Nolan Gorman is at second. Uh, Juan Yepes is in the left, hitting seventh. Dylan Carlson over in right field. And you will see Mason win at Ooh. shortstop with Adam Wainwright on the mound today. A Jim Dandy 
And I can tell you that the weather is beautiful. I'm doing the program outside. And uh, you should uh, have a beautiful game for Cardinal Baseball today. I was reading the text, Jackson, during the commercial break. Number Mm -hmm. one, holy crap, I went long in the first segment. (laughs) We went deep. I mean, we're already late for a break. (laughs) We actually are. (laughs) Um, But... uh, this uh, this situation with the streaming, and I don't know if you were looking at it uh, as well, because we're, we, we'll give you uh, Missouri Valley Conference tournament tickets for yeah. our text of the day at 314-399-9646. Before I prejudice the, the, the votes, because our question for the audience was, uh, number one, if baseball goes to a subscription service uh, where it's essentially itemized that you can watch, we'll use the Cardinals as an example, for $30 a month, uh-huh. would you pay it? And then number two, uh, do you plan on or have you already gotten uh, the MLS package for City's game, which will not be available like this past one uh, when they take on Charlotte for the home opener on Saturday night? Jackson, in your opinion, what have the majority of the results told us? Uh, no on both is what yes. I feel like I've seen the most. In a, and I would say in a major way, yeah. not necessarily rooted in anger, uh, but just like, no, right. whether it be because of expenses or because of not feeling like it's something that they can justify. Right. I, f- uh, I feel like streaming fatigue, like streaming services fatigue is a lot of people because like, you know, you get a cable subscription, it's all packaged into one. You get you have eight or nine different streaming services. It's like you keep adding it up. You're like, God, it's a lot of streaming services. Do I use all those? I feel that's, like that's part of that, it. That's, that's what I mean. They're, they're, they're apps now to track your streaming services because it's such chaos. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, for so many people. Um, yeah, it, I mean, we've gotten, I don't even know, I would say, I don't know, 100 plus mm-hmm. responses on this. And this yeah. isn't even me putting it on Twitter or any social media. And it is overwhelmingly no and yet well i mean well, let's start with city because that's something that we know is the right. business model right right that's i wonder if i wonder if they would consider that to be concerning or perhaps just something that they knew going in and it's worth it because inevitably with other sports perhaps going that direction it won't be as seemingly revolutionary if you want to call it that for viewers yeah in a year or two the mls the like the ownership is also much different than the other than the four major sports it's kind of all owned by the mls teams have chair chairman but like there's it's all all the teams are owned by the mls so i feel like it's probably different there's not as much of like the revenue share as we were talking about earlier Mm. on that and uh, i also think that they're trying to appeal to an audience that is so used to streaming, a younger demographic who is, you know, streaming is their entire life. People who have never had cable in their entire life. So that part's that that's I like that part there. Yeah. And and again, it may rub some older people the wrong way. I don't think you're doing. No, I'm not trying to. But I mean, but it but it's just it's a realistic thing. Mm -hmm. It's you know my initial, for example, inclination. What I would what I would see. What I would call attention whore posts on social media. (laughs) Uh, would be like, God, I mean, how is this just like, is it's just like, is everybody just, you know, incredibly insecure that, you know, every, but perhaps if you are in my age range in your forties, that might be the category or you're, you know, you're back on the market after a divorce or something. But, but for somebody in your age range, all you've known is that's what you do. Yep. You 
post where you are. And it's not necessarily, hey, look at me. It's just what you do. And so the prism through which you view what I considered to be attention whore posts versus the, the, the way I look at it are two completely different things. And they're generational. Similarly speaking, when it comes to streaming and paying for these services for younger people, and I have said multiple times that I would expect the eventual crowd at MLS, maybe not this Saturday because the price uh, point will be higher, but eventually I think it'll be a younger crowd than what you see at Cardinals and Blues games overall. Not, you know, not like it's going to be teenagers, but just younger as far as an average age range. And if that is who the MLS is targeting, then they go, yeah, okay, fine. Older people may not want to pay it, but th- that's not necessarily who we care about. I, I, I doubt esports franchise owners are really concerned if right. they're hitting the 70 year old yeah, demographic. You're right. Yep. I, I agree with that. And I think that, you know, eventually I, I, I hope they, they think they can conjure up maybe some of the older demogra- demographic. But if you build in, you know, fans for a long, long time who are used to streaming who are now in their 20s or 30s. You could have you know a fan base who will be paying that streaming service for a long, long time, and I think that's kind of they're much. I feel like they're much more long term oriented than certainly baseball is right now. But you know, maybe even the NHL or the NBA. I like so the MLS has already made its play, but baseball's decision so significant for the game's future, which seems like it's a strictly television, sports business, corporate billionaires chopping up billions of dollars discussion, but it, it goes all the way back into your living room or wherever you may be sitting mm-hmm. and watching a game. And so that is the relevance. It just doesn't necessarily feel that way at the moment because there's been a change. The regular season hasn't started. But uh, my, you know, I mean, it's the same way with on TMA. We were talking about the Rams moving from the moment Stan Kroenke uh, had his final press conference in St. Louis in January of 2012 to announce the hiring of Jeff Fisher, going, okay, we're about to lose a football team, and therefore it is our responsibility to talk about a big story. Now, I would say that this is not the equivalent of that, but as far as a market change impacting viewers, players, owners, and potentially sports beyond baseball, we are in that moment it just might be the equivalent of January 2012 for the Rams in that it hasn't hit yet, but the wave is out on the horizon and it's going to crash. All right, this time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers. It's 1036. I'm about 10 minutes late <laughs> for a break. I think we should be getting close to the fourth segment. We're just ending the second segment. Jackson, it's an absolute mess. And when I'm not in your presence to have you guide me to a commercial break, it could get even further off the rails for this month. Yeah. Usually I'm, I'm, you know, you see me and I'm jumping up and down. And you're rapping me and you're yeah. like MFing me because yeah. you're so mad I haven't gone to I'm break. screaming break. I turn the mics off when there's like a little silence and I scream break at you. But now yeah. I can't. You can't, can't do it now. So uh, we are uh, off the rails. Uh, but uh, getting a lot of texts on this uh, conversation. I will uh, go to Twitter at some point today and see what kind of reaction these two questions get because overwhelmingly people are saying no. I would say more no's on the MLS than on baseball, but still overwhelmingly yeah. no. Uh, deep dive requests are welcome at uh, 314-399-9646. We're giving away tickets to the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament as well for the text of the day here on Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, on 101 ESPN.
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You've been listening to The Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. It's Balloon Party driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. Jackson, what, did you like meet with a consultant yesterday who said, pep up your Sports Center updates? What was going on there? It was very affected. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> I like that term. Um <laughs> I'm really trying to dig deep in my bag and uh, become a better broadcaster. I have a very flat voice, and I'm trying to use more inflection. I'm trying to get better at my craft. So, was was this something that it you know you, when you were staring into the abyss last night when <laughs> LSU was up 19, you had a meeting with yourself and said, you know what, tomorrow when I do that Sports Center update, I'm going to be a better broadcaster because there is a noticeable difference. Well, I appreciate yesterday's Sports Center update. I didn't say it was better. There's a <laughs> noticeable difference between yesterday's Sports Center update and and what felt like I felt like I was at like a, a a musical on Broadway listening to that. Well, that was what I was going for, so I will take it as it was better. Um, and you know, every day is an, is another opportunity to change yourself for the better. And so, oh my goodness, hold yeah. on, I'm gonna write that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free to use that one. Um, and uh, I felt like today is a real good day for me to to really work on myself. I've been told for years now, this is before I even started in radio when I would take broadcast journalism school uh, classes in high school. You got, he's like, you got a flat voice, you got to work on inflection. And I've, I was Were like, you really told that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Said so I, you good potential, but you really got to dig deep. You got to really work on enunciating and, uh, and inflection. And so I'm taking that to heart now and I'm going to try, I'm trying to just be better. Wow. Look at this. Yeah, I'm just, you know. It, it, was, it was absolutely noticeable. Sweet. All right. Well, then expect more of the same. I just, I, here's the thing. I just can't believe that out of nowhere, a, you know, year and three months into this show, that you decided, you know what? On March 2nd, it's the day where I'm going to essentially be uh, Nathan Lane when I'm doing the Sports Center update, you know? <laughs> Nathan Lane. Um, <laughs> I've heard some other uh, producers, whether it's Matt Rocchio, T. Diddy, or uh, Marshy Marsh and the Playful Posse, do mm-hmm. sports center updates, and they're just so much better than I am. So I, they kind of have pushed me to greatness, or at least wow. the uh, the pursuit of greatness. And that's all you can really ask for. Guys, Lil Dale Carnegie is inspiring <laughs> us to be better orders. <laughs> might, somebody might be going to yeah. see Bradley play basketball. We are in the that. clubhouse. And, <laughs> Little Dale Carnegie. Uh, let's see. Um, every L is one step closer to a W, Piddles. That's from Bingo. 314. It's one of my favorite memes is that person uh, in the diamond mind who keeps picking at it and picking at it, and they turn around and they're so close. They're just one or two more axe swings away from getting it. You, got, you always got to strive. Guys, the only app I need for streaming services is the app that tells me what streaming service King Tim subscribes to. Thanks. That's from the 314. 
Uh, Jackson, really enjoyed that Sports Center update. You had a definite je ne sais quoi. Wow. Ooh, using French terms. Uh, yeah, well, this is a bilingual right. program, always has been. Uh, Jackson, who the F said, you're great. Thanks. That's from the 314. I think that might have been rhetorical. Yeah, I mean, no one really has said I am great, but I think I'm great. Guys, I think Piddles fell and bumped his head. Bring the old Piddles back. That's from the 618. No, the old Piddles is, is buried out in the yard. Uh, and then now there's a gentleman who's infuriated infuri- about the pronunciation of Nolan Arenado's name. Did we not play Randy Carricker asking him how to pronounce it? We did. We did Two yesterday. days ago. Yesterday we did it. Yeah. Well, the days run together. They <laughs> do. Uh, when, yes. you're, when you're flying with a five-year-old and a one-year-old, the days yeah, seem like months. <laughs> um, it, 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 should we play it again? Yeah. Is, it, is it at your disposal? I don't want to call for audio and put you on the spot, especially after your big je ne sais quoi sports center update. Uh, give me about Didn't he say seconds. Arenado? I'm pretty sure he said Arenado. Arenado. See, I think we were, we're back and forth on the on – the, I'm trying to open this at the same time. Uh, it's, it's no one, it's not where it was yesterday. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Hold on. Give me one moment. Just uh, 10 seconds. I'll replay my sports center up there. Some, uh, Hey, little piddles, since you're working on voice inflection, why don't you work on pronunciation as well? <laughs> three, one, what did I do? I didn't pronounce right, Here we go. I got the audio right here. All right, here we go. We're going to get to the bottom of this. One of the great mysteries in St. Louis sports history is one of the greatest third basemen to ever play, how to pronounce his name. Yeah, well, last name's Arenado. Oh, God almighty. You can call it whatever you want. <laughs> you know, it's all good. But Arenado is how you say it. Um, yeah. So, there's I our... mean, I... I, I, I'm legitimately, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to, it'll come off as insincere, but I'm really, I'm not necessarily sorry per se, <laughs> but I'm just disappointed in myself. That's actually what I am. I, 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 for real, I was on that press conference, like I said, apparently yesterday, and I always thought it was Arenado. And then I heard him say what I thought I heard him say. And I go, Oh, I've been saying it wrong. It's Arenado, and then I got it in my head that it's Arenado, and and so all the way up until when we played the audio again, apparently yesterday, I'm like, oh, I've been wrong. Now I understand. But then to play it and then still get it wrong the next day, I'm just really disappointed in myself. Yeah, the, that's where I am, Jackson. But I, it's it's not that like you like completely like ignored it. I, you just I think you have it crossed in your mind. It, it's it's a it's a wire cross situation because for so long it, we always said when he was with the Rockies, Arenado. That's what it looks like, Arenado. I think I said Arenado, and then when I was on that press conference, I go, oh, I guess it might be wrong. I don't oh, know, man. I, I, this is like a chicken and egg thing. I'm I'm lost. I'm back. I, I just I, like I said, it's a real. Now I'm going to stare into the abyss just like you yeah, did when Alex was fun. Up nineteen, and and I don't know what I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm going to come back as tomorrow. You know, can I duplicate your, you know, no. Joel Gray cabaret sports center update tomorrow? I don't know. No, I, no. I, I, I feel like you, you, you know, you planted your flag in that sports center update. Yeah, I've kind of cornered the market when it comes to broadcasting. Yeah, I'm anxious to see how Tanner responds at 1130. You yeah. know, sharpens iron on these things. <laughs> hey, he's shaking his boots. Uh, all right, Nolan Arenado. <laughs> Nolan Arenado. 
<laughs> I mean, it'd be one thing if we were like talking about Packy Naughton and I got that wrong. Right. People would go, I mean, it's Packy Naughton. This is Nolan Arenado. And we're in St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. And tough. I'm considered to be, if not the greatest broadcaster in the world, at least the greatest broadcaster in the Midwest. And so for me, for me to get it wrong, people expect you to get things wrong, but they don't expect me to get things wrong. And that's why I really am having a moment here. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. And I think now after that sports air update, you're tied for first when it comes to broadcasting. I, I do feel like all of a sudden, yeah, you know, it's like, okay, Scotty Scheffler posted a number and Rom's out on the course and he's yeah. going to have to respond. You yeah. know, do you fire at pins? Or you just try to stay with him. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, we're going to give away the uh, text of the day for the Missouri Valley Conference tickets coming up. Is it like 1130 already? Uh, we're at 1050. Unbelievable. God almighty. Yeah, this is going to be dangerous while I'm down here without really because that's i got that clock in the studio that i right, see and i'm going, right. okay i'm late here i'm just talking and i'm you know looking at a fence <laughs> want me to get you an hourglass that'd be real old I school broadcast it's like the opening of days of our lives yeah, exactly. is marlena possessed today i don't know <laughs> uh, we'll come back with uh the final segment and this uh, text of the day next here on balloon party driven by munganaz st louis Acura. Right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. It's Balloon Party driven by Munganass, St. Louis Act. You're here on 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you on the show. Uh, Jackson, uh, do we have a text of the day to give away these Missouri Valley Conference tournament tickets? Absolutely, Tim. Uh, we got Kevin from Wentzville who sent mm-hmm. in just a lovely uh, banger of a text. Little Dale Carnegie inspiring us all to be better orators. And I think that's just as good as it gets. So congratulations little to Kevin. Little Dale Carnegie is what they're calling you now. Yeah, little, little DC, little Dale Carnegie over here. Yeah, I'm just trying to inspire the masses to really uh, burst out of their shell. And you know, don't be afraid to, to really tell the people how you feel. To become a billionaire like yourself. Uh, yeah, multi-billionaire, but you know, who's counting? Oh, you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so there it is. Congratulations. So what's the gentleman's name again? Kevin from Wentzville. Kevin from Wentzville. Thank you for listening to the program. Thank you for texting in. And uh, we appreciate you are headed to see the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. Now, we, the, the Missouri game last night, at the end of it, they said that Missouri, if they win on Saturday, gets a three seed in the SEC Tournament. We're talking conference tournaments here, Jackson. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that's not necessarily correct? They misspoke? Yeah, that is not the case. Now, Missouri does, of course, need to win on Saturday against Ole Miss, um, but they will also need either Kentucky to lose to Arkansas at Bud Walton Arena, or they will need Tennessee to lose to Auburn down on the Plains. And if either of those happen, because Missouri has the tiebreakers over both Kentucky and Tennessee with beating both of them head-to-head, they will get a double buy or a top-four seed in the SEC tournament. Okay. I, I would I would say that if I had to wager, I would say that that will happen. Yeah. One of those things will happen, and Missouri will beat Ole Miss. I, yes, I think that Missouri can definitely— I think you know, that's probably in the 62% percentile probability range. That's I'll where go, I'm assigning it, 62% probability. I'll go a tad lower, and I'll go— 58%. I think the more likely one is Kentucky losing at Arkansas. Arkansas is a whole new team since Nick Smith Jr. has returned, who's a certified lottery pick next year in the NBA. Um, and that's going to be a tough game at Bud Wall. And Arkansas is fighting for seeding in the NCAA tournament. So uh, I really like that over an Auburn team that is kind of distraught after losing in Tuscaloosa last evening. 
Oh, they had a huge lead, just like LSU had a huge lead in both of those teams. One with a 17-point lead, one with a 19-point lead, wound up losing. And in Missouri's case, they almost wound up covering that spread. Which yeah, I know. Points. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, Missouri played. Been a really horrible beat if you somehow, for whatever reason, <laughs> uh, had bet LSU. Uh, all right, uh, BK and Ferrario are coming up next. And uh, we'll see how Tanner responds to Jackson's uh, musical-like performance of mm-hmm. the Sports Center update. I, I mean, you've... You've sent a message to all of the producers at no 101 doubt. ESPN today. No doubt. Yeah, Matt Rocky, I can tell, is in back in there, sweat on his brow, just working. Rehearsing the 7.30 a.m. Sports Center update on March 3rd? Yep, yep. He's uh, Yeah, he already knows the score of the uh, Blues and Sharks. <laughs> uh, you can catch that here on 101 ESPN coming up later tonight. BK and Ferrario are coming your way here in a matter of moments. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura. On 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.